0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Okay, y'all, come on, get up in here because my girl that's on the show today is amazing. My guest today is very busy with a very glamorous and successful life. She's a former runway model, a devoted philanthropist, a fashion designer, the mother of three beautiful children, and wife to an NBA legend. She's the author of no less than six self-help motivational books on sex, love, and marriage. She runs her own lifestyle and entertainment company, and she's star of the hit reality show, Basketball Wives at Life. Here is my girl, Jackie Christie, who's dreaming of big things and making it all work out just fine. Welcome to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox, Jackie. Hey, girl. How you doing? Thank you, girl. I am good, and I'm
0: even better seeing your
1: beautiful face, so I'm happy oh. to be here. Girl, you know, we, we go back like Kool-Aid. We I go do, back okay. like <laughs> okay. Kool- I know. We've <laughs> known each other for such a long time. I hate that I don't get to see you as much because we're both so busy with so many wonderful Wonderful things going on. I mean, I mean, I see you all the time. We always connect via Instagram. You know, leave, you leave little. You know, you always leave me the, the sweetest <laughs> comments. Oh, she do. She's geez. like, yes, beautiful, yes. You know, <laughs> and it's just good to see you. So, thank you for taking time out for hustling with Vivica Fox today. And thank you for having me. And if I wasn't in the middle of working today, hair all
0: messed up, I just. <laughs> but I'm not missing my girl. I'm gonna be there. Every partner, so y'all don't have to excuse me.
1: These ain't for cool reasons. These
0: is just because. <laughs> I'm in the middle but of
1: it. Yeah, but listen, shades always makes the outfit when you're like, okay, okay. today we didn't have it, so we're gonna throw in these fly shades. I'm is. cool with that. I'm cool with that. <laughs> sure. So so let's 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 take people on your journey and let them get to know you a little bit better than just what they see on either Instagram or reality TV. Where are you from, Jackie? I'm from Seattle, Washington. Okay, yeah. Seattle, Washington. And and how did you get into show business?
0: What was your start? You know what? I started modeling at a very young age. I told my mom, I'm gonna be a model because when I was really small, baby, I have five sisters and three brothers. Wow. I would put like turtlenecks on my sister's head. So, because you know, then it made us have long hair and I'd line <laughs> them up in the kitchen and I'd make a model up and down in the kitchen. And my mom kept saying she loves fashion. I'd steal my mom's shoes out the closet and then put them in my closet and act like they was mine. So I knew. Fashion, television, entertainment was my thing at a very young age. And I would tell stories at school and all the kids would line up like, you know, free theater class because I would tell them scary stories, funny stories. And it was just inside
1: me from a young age. Now, the one thing that I learned about you when I was reading your bio, which I didn't know, that you were a runway model. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell, Tell us about that. You know, it's funny because I always loved like Naomi Campbell,
0: all of those people. I was always watching Cindy Crawford, you, everybody. They, they, you know, I'm like, uh, uh-uh. I'm go-. They are so beautiful and just so tall and just so gorgeous. And then you was in all those movies with the action, and I'm like, oh my! Did y'all see Rebecca Fox and who could play that game? I got to be just <laughs> like her. And you know, I'm just. I mean, I and I just feel like. You know, I, I went, I told my mom, I said, I'm gonna go to an audition. She said, baby, you ain't tall enough. I said, I'm five, seven mom, and I mm. think I can make it. So I went to the audition, all these tall models, all ages up in there. They mm. told me to walk down the thing and show them what I can do. And I walked and they signed me that day. And the rest is history. They was like, you know, you're short. You can still walk the catwalk. So,
1: okay. Yeah. Now, see, listen, that's what I love about that. You didn't limit yourself. Like I said, when I heard runway, the first thing that you want to think that were runway, runway models are six foot tall, this, that, and the third, that you was like, that's okay. This walk is gonna get me through this door and on that walk on that runway, right? That's right. That's right. right. Yes, never limit yourself that you know, don't let your height that if you know you got if you walk in there and carry yourself with confidence, that's what they saw. Confidence is key. That's what they saw. That's right. What what was the, the rest of your path? Like, did you go from modeling to then acting? Like, what was the next step after modeling? Um, modeling, once I started seeing I was doing well with that and
0: I was getting standing ovations and everybody would cheer when I'd come out. I started realizing I have something like, and then I, you know, I was shy kind of, but not too much. So I decided if I can do this with modeling, maybe I can do it with acting. So in school, I started doing the school plays and, you know, taking over the show. And it's like, okay, well, this must be it. <laughs> then I joined, I couldn't dance because I had no <laughs> rhythm, but I joined the African Drum Ensemble because okay. I felt like, well, shoot, I learned how to, and I did that, and people were screaming to holler, so I'm like, well, this is my thing, Is entertainment, and I just, it just kept on happening from there. I just started getting smaller parts and then moved to California, and yeah. When did you move to California? You know, at at probably age 19, I think, 18, 19. And I auditioned for like Pepsi commercials and different stuff like that. And I would get small little stuff where I wouldn't talk. You know, they give you the non-speaking roles. I didn't care. Put me on the camera and let me do what I do. And it just kept going from there.
1: Girl, let me tell you something. Me and your, our stories are, are very similar. I came to California one month after I graduated from high school, 17 years old. And I mean, you already know it's been an amazing journey, but it's like the fact that you were like, you know what? I'm not gonna limit myself. I'm gonna go where it's happening at. Okay, that's all right. This time I got a small part. Next time it'll lead to my very first time on camera. I did a clear sell commercial. Okay. Oh Girl, I did a clear cell commercial. I didn't have no lines, but it was like the boys came and It was us running on Melrose Boulevard. Don't <laughs> let the zits catch you. And we were looking back at this other third, but I was proud. I was like, I'm on TV. I'm on TV. Okay. And then that led to the soap operas and then to, you know, out all night and then to movies. So, you know, people just have to understand it's a journey. You know, nowadays the kids, you know, everything comes so instantly. They think they can go on YouTube or make oh, a yeah. TikTok video and, and that's a career. It's like, no, baby, that's a moment. That's a moment. That's, that's all a moment. It. Okay. That's right. A that's yeah. a moment. Now, yeah. listen, Jackie, how did reality world then
0: come into play? You know what? Doug and I, we had a show originally called The Christie's Committed. Um, there was another basketball wife. Her name was Maurice. She reached out to us one summer, you know, in the off-season because we'd always go back home to Seattle. And Doug was playing for, um, I think it was the Sacramento Kings. We had just left, actually, Toronto and came mm. to California. So she called me and we was out on our, you know, playing basketball in our yard because we had a basketball court and okay. she said, Jackie, what are you doing? And I said, I'm out here with my husband messing around, rebounding for him. You know, we got to get ready for when we go back. And she said, well, I have something that I would like to talk to you guys about. Have you ever thought about doing a show? And we were like, eh, I don't know. And she goes, you've been catching a lot of uh, backlash from going with Doug on the road, traveling with the team, so on and Mm. so forth. You know, it's unheard of. Nobody's ever done it, you know, blah, blah. And she goes, I know that you really take it personal when these people attack you this way in your marriage. What if you could tell your own story? And I said, you know, we was going to do a documentary, but is there a way you could do that? Because I didn't know much Mm -hmm. about reality TV. So we talked and I said, well, let me talk to my husband. I ran it by Doug. And he said, if that's something you want to do, and it's not going to be harmful and Maybe we'll try it. So we just yeah. okay, we'll try it. So that led to us doing Christie's Committed. And then after okay. Christie's Committed, we got approached by um, another. It was Dick Clark Productions, Red Child. Mm. And they were doing a show called Basketball Wives. And it was myself and some other wives. And I remember, Vivica, they flew Doug and I from Seattle because we were, you know, down there. And Doug said he, he was going to stay in the car. He said, you just go on in, you know, and talk to him. So I went in and there's all these wives and here's like six of them. One of them actually got on the table, and it's a boardroom, and it's all these executives from Dick Clark and some other networks and stuff, and they wanted to meet the wives. Now, I hadn't been around nothing like this, so I was shocked, but it was so fun. I'll never forget. (laughs) She was up on the table gyrating. She was wrapping her legs around these executives' heads. She was dancing. She went crazy in the room. When I say this woman had the energy of 20 of us, Wow! She cranked it out. They, of course, loved the show, loved the idea, loved all of us. Signed us on the spot. We were going to do it. Mm. Three weeks go by, four weeks go by. They call us and they say we're sorry. A development has happened. We're not going to be doing the show. We was like, okay, cool, no problem. Doug and I, we were we weren't even worried about it. Yeah. As another month, two months, three months went by, and then I think it was about a year later, VH1 reached out, and that's when they said we're doing a spinoff for basketball wise, and we need you to lead it up or be one of the leaders in LA. Blah blah. We talked, I thought about it again, and I said, well, you know, and I, I said, I'd try it out. So we did a test dinner and then mm-hmm. the rest of the
1: So now I wanna go go back, just like you said, the connection with you and Doug. I mean, you've been married for 26 years. Girl, I'm trying to get one to stick, you know, a couple of months. Lord, are you okay? The fact that you got this brother to stick for 26 years and he's an athlete. I'm just gonna give y'all a round of applause right now. Okay, okay. So let's talk
0: about where how did you and Doug meet? You know what? We met through a mutual friend named Stephen Taylor out of Seattle, and we okay. met at a, a sports bar. He kept wow. telling me, I've like, got this perfect guy I want you to meet. He's in college. He's coming up this summer. And he told Doug the same thing. And then one day I said, well, what does he do? I mean, I know he goes to school. <laughs> and he said, well, he played basketball. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. I heard okay. about him. I ain't interested. He was like, oh, you'll like him, your guy's personalities. I kept saying no. So finally, Doug comes up and he calls me and I was at home in my bed. Uh, Steven Mm. did. He's like, he's here. He just arrived. Come around here. We're around at the sports. It's a restaurant, sports bar. And I said, I'm not dressed. What are you talking about? He's like, just get up. So I jump in the shower. I throw in some sweats. Then I said, no, I don't like this. So I changed about five times. I ended up (laughs) in the... in this little tank top bib with some, with some, you know, those overalls we used to wear and have yes. our size out, you know. Yes.
1: The, uh, uh-huh. that was yes. it. That's what
0: you was getting. That's what you was getting. Catch it, okay? That's yes. Yeah. So I had that on and some blue sandals and put my hair in a ponytail and some hoop earrings. I remember my lip gloss. Okay. Right. Jumped in my car, went around there, and I'm thinking, I'm just going to do this so he can quit asking me to meet him. I walk in the door and there's all these women and they're ganged up around this one guy. And Stephen walks up and he goes, there he is. And I was like, see, this is why I didn't want to meet him. I'm not doing that. Right. Okay. I said, I do and he drugged me over there and me and Doug met. And then I just remember he, he smiled. I smiled back and he was such a personable person. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, nice to myself. So I was about to leave, but then he said, no, we're going to dance before you leave. So we danced. And I think that's when I, I just was like, oh, he's all right. He's nice. Wait. He's fun. Dad yeah. wanted dance. to dance? Dance. I couldn't believe it. And he was, no. he, he danced better than me. Cause you know, I had no rhythm. So yes, I'm out to fake him. He had me. No, <laughs> well, he had all. And then I said, well, here's my number. Call me. He didn't call me. A month go by. He didn't call me. No. Two months go by. Oh. And the summer's about to be over. We're at a, we're at a comedy show. And I look up and he's standing over there against the bar with a bunch of other people. And he smiled and I'm like, oh no, uh-uh. no, no, no. And he's like, no, come here, come here. I said, you never called me. We playing back and forth. And he's right. like, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. And so that really got me. Cause I'm like, oh, he's shy. And then we ended up meeting at, a, at a, another party after that, that night we danced 10 songs in a row. And I, we were in love after that.
1: I love now. So then how, then how soon did you all get married? You know, it was some years, though, because that okay. night he
0: went home with his sister and all of his friends and I went home to my apartment. We talked on the phone all night. We didn't get enough mm-hmm. food. It was daylight the next day. I'm cooking yeah. eggs in the morning. He is too. And we we started dating like he would come and get me, take me to dinner and stuff. And I had Kari at that time, my oldest daughter. Okay. And I didn't want to I didn't know if he would still, you know, want to talk to me if I had a kid. And so one mm. day well, it's like three weeks after we started dating. I said, I have something to tell you. And he was like, what? And I said, I have a daughter. I didn't date a lot. I didn't date a lot at all. Right, I was very, right. you know, my kid and I didn't bring people around her. And he was like, oh, you do. What's her name? And I said, it's Takari. And he was like, I'd love to meet her. And I said, I don't know. So it took me about four days to get up enough nerves to have him meet her. And so my mom and I did her hair. And he came over and she was sitting on the couch and she peeked up over the couch. He had these big, big puff balls and he peeked in the door and he had brought her a coloring book and some color crayons. And I think that's when my heart really melted because he came in and they colored for two hours and laughed and talked and you know the way he paid attention to my daughter I had at first just showed yes. me that it's really different and all of those things just kept leading up and then we were intimate finally and after that it was, was
1: on like popcorn <laughs> yes, <it was> on. <laughs> and but then you the guys got married me.
0: for four years so no
1: okay marriage. but that's okay. You know, the good thing is that now, Jackie, you know, I got to ask you about this one moment that I hope I don't know if people remember, but I'm a sports fan. Okay. And I remember, girl, <laughs> the fight, the fight. Yeah, see, I'll take you back. I'll let you know. I, heard the Lakers. <laughs> I got to ask you, girl, because what I'm telling you, oh. baby, that's what everybody knew. You loved your man. Oh, You yeah. know, because, you know. Most wives don't travel with the, their their when in, in the NBA with their husband, and you and him have an amazing, wonderful connection that you guys are around each other all the time. And obviously, it didn't work for twenty six years. But baby, y'all, let me tell y'all about this one game. <laughs> You know, the Lakers, the Lakers is like passion. You know what I'm saying? And this, this got really heated. They, I mean, they was going at each other, Doug and Rick Fox. I mean, they, and two fine light skin ones at that, y'all. <laughs> you know, the light skin, they, they be trying to think the light skin is all wrong. So baby, these two was going at it. Hey, I mean, they was pulling each other, doing everything. Well, baby, they was like, they me, me. They got. They, did they both get ejected? Did they both get ejected. They both they, got ejected. They, they, yeah. Yes, and yeah. they was like, "Meet me in the locker room. Meet me in the <laughs> locker room. Meet me in the locker room." Child Jackie comes out the stairs. Jackie go go help her man. She go go help her man. It's like, girl, you had the purse.
0: Yes, yes. Oh <laughs> what was you thinking? God.
1: Well, I love it though, Jackie. That's what everybody thinks. Like, she loved her man. What was yeah. you thinking? What you was what? I? Can I just?
0: I <laughs> remember when. He elbowed Doug and Doug, like you elbowed me and they kind of had a little scuffle on the floor right. and then he pushed him. And then when Doug hit him, I knew they was going to be ejected. So I looked right at Doug and start gathering up my stuff because I'm like, they're going to put him out. You can't fight in the NBA. So all of a sudden, Doug's looking over at me like, come on, babe, come on. So we're going off. I'm, he's going off the floor. And as he got ready to go to the, you know, to the corner. I -hmm. could, some just felt like, "Eh," because I saw Rick go out the other tunnel. And I'm thinking what if he was to run around the other side. So I started hurrying down the side. Next thing you know, I see all my worst Mm -hmm. nightmare came true. He came flying around the corner, Doug ran and jump kicked him and they started fighting. And I just remember wrapping my purse and running (laughs) like, I don't know what I'm going to do. All I had in there was a cell phone. I had two sneakers. I had I had snuck some of them little bottles of liquor from the liquor store in because you know you're supposed to take your own liquor. I had about four of those in there. And I'm like, somebody going to catch these little bottles a day up in here. You're going to get off of my husband. So I was just, I don't know. Man. When I think about it, these men is six foot eight, six yes. foot ten. They full of muscles. They could have yeah. killed my little self, but I just I didn't think about it. It was
1: like, uh-huh, get off my husband, man. No, I yeah. Can I I'm tell like, you hey. I loved you for that moment? I hey. was like, that's that that's my girl right there. She ain't playing no games when it comes to her man. Okay. Now listen, I mean, you just that's when you know that y'all, y'all was, you know, really connected. But you know, in marriage and then being on reality show, how do you deal with negativity that then comes your way? You know what, it it was really hard at first,
0: especially with all the stuff that was happening. I think it was therapeutic for me and Doug to do Christie's Committed because we got to let the people see, our world is not what you think. I love him, mm. we love me, we support each other and we are unbreakable. My mother even says yes. that. My late mother says that on our show, she said, their bond is unbreakable. The only thing that can break Doug and I is us. So as long yes. as we love and cherish and respect our commitment that we made to each other, we don't have anything to worry about. So that was one thing a lot of the media was like, okay, you did Christie's Committed, that was a family show. Now mm-hmm. you are uh, basketball wise. This is a whole nother beast. How yes. are you going to make it work? And I said, you don't have to make something that's meant to be work. If I respect mm-hmm. myself and respect my husband and Say he's saying, listen, we ain't got nothing to worry about. And we got God. That's what is the center of us first and foremost. So that's what happened with us. And here we are. And
1: it's unbreakable. I love it. It's unbreakable. Now, you all have three children together? Yes. We have to be yes, Dougie and Dougie together. And then we have uh-huh. to be at yeah. Oh,
0: I love that. I love that. Do you want to talk about your kids a little bit? I mean, my kids is my world because I am yes. I, the first person that I've ever even really got detailed with it. about. I just say this. We went through a lot um, with people saying, oh, my God, this. And then my daughter, Takari, had had some issues online and we've mm. since put that all behind us. I forgive. Yes. I would never throw my kids under the bus. They know they are my world. They've always been my world. And my son is, I say, mini me. He likes to be <laughs> from, <laughs> away from the world. He likes to be honest. You know, he's a hard worker. He loves basketball and music. Yeah. Shani's in the modeling and all the things that she loves doing. Kari plays the piano. She's into the stuff she loves. And they're my world like any other mother. I love it. A, a
1: wonderful wife and an even an even better mother. I love that, y'all. Y'all got to know Jackie Chrissy. Don't let that screen fool y'all. You know what I mean? Because she's all about family first and family strong. I do know that about you. I do know that about you. And that you're a woman of God. And I love that about you. Now let's talk about something else we have in common. We're both authors. Oh, yes. Yes, yes we're both authors. Oh I have my, my book God. every day. I'm yes. hustling. And mm-hmm. you have. Six books. OK, yeah. Yeah. six books. Now, in one of your books, A Practical Guide to Loving the Skin You're In, mm-hmm. you know, you explore the journey of recapturing the inner peace and sanity that you had as a child. What are some tips that you can share with us that helps? Like, say, like me, I'm a woman. You know, we're proudly, we grown women. OK, mm-hmm. how you get your groove back, how you stay positive, especially considering social media and all the craziness that comes our way.
0: Start, and I would say by loving yourself. And it's it's easier said than done, but I've started how I did it. And the reason I wanted to share the book is I just started telling myself the same loving things that I give to other people. because I started telling myself. So I okay. might wake up on any given day and my affirmations aren't just words, they're actions. Oh, Kiss myself. Oh, I love you. You're so beautiful. Look at you. All these curves. You there it is. See? Then you start feeling it. You start exuding it. You believe it. I love every bit of me. I Mm. understand and I say to myself, it's okay. You want to eat this. It's okay. You put on five pounds. It's okay. You can't fit that dress. You can buy another dress because you work hard and you can afford to. And you know, you just (laughs) keep. Uh, You know what I mean? That's one thing. And once you start doing that, you start realizing that everything you give to others, pour into yourself like you pour into Mm. others. That's the start of the journey. Other things is don't look outside of yourself for, for confirmation. Nobody yes. needs to make you feel like you are enough. You are enough. So yes. I, my way is to give to other women, to uplift them, inspire, tell them. You might not have you know, heard this this week, but you are amazing. You are beautiful. Girl, look at you. Look at all the stuff you've done. I give on to others as I want given on to me. And that's that's one thing that gives me therapy as well. So in the book, it talks about, you know, different paths that women can go down and and, you know, it's a practical guide to loving the skin you're in. Yes. You see social media. You're beautiful, Vivica. I could sit and stare at your social media and find 15 things wrong with myself. Oh, my God, look at Vivica. She take better pictures. Oh, my God, her hair is so pretty. Oh, she's so funny. Oh, mm. she's so this. And that won't do anything but beat up your inner soul and your spirit. Yeah. Oh, she's beautiful. I love Vivica's hair. Oh, let me see. Did she put a link to where she got it done? Let me see if I can contact the people and get mine. And you start training
1: your mind to think different. You will be different, and you will feel different. Yeah, okay, you just you tell me stop drinking the haterade and 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 do the positive affirmations about if you want to do that look. How did she get that? I tell people that if you want to be successful, how are people that are successful? How did they achieve success? Yeah. Study that. Don't yeah. sit and pick things wrong or or oh I can't stand this about her. This the third. If you see somebody and they making to do what to do, how are they doing it? You too can do it, okay? Now let's talk about some of your other books. Tell me about some of the other titles.
0: You know what? No Ordinary Love, A True Story of Marriage and Basketball. Doug and I wrote that because we wanted to, in my voice and his voice, that was our very first book. And we wrote it with Michael Levin, a Mm best-selling author on the New York Times. He was able to tell our stories with us where Doug has his part, I have my part, and we share our journey, how we courted, what it's like being married to an athlete. We talk about everything from him signing million-dollar contracts to, you know, every decision we made throughout his time in the league and all of that. And this book really talks about being committed to the commitment that you make and okay. marriage and all of that. And then I have Sexual Relations, A His and Hers Guide to Finding Greater Intimacy. Because, Vivica, intimacy is not just having sex. It's not just right. kissing. It's physical yes. the time. It's that mental connection. It's being able to think ahead of time or think how someone's feeling. If mm-hmm, a woman, mm-hmm. is, and no woman wants to feel objectified. Don't mm. be distant towards me all day or cold towards me all day. And then think when the evening time comes, you're going to come up and you're going to get some kind of loving vibe from me. No, you got to start loving that woman from the time she wake up in the morning and is brushing her teeth to the time she lay down and vice versa. That's yes. when the person's going to give all of themselves to you. You mm, know what I mean? Mm. So that's what that book is about. And it's yes. different kit. And it's, you know, all my books are about different things. I could go on and on, but we need to talk about your book that's in my <laughs> library, right here on my show. And I done had two of my
1: girlfriends <laughs> trying to end it. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. You go out to buy yours and get yours just like I do. Yeah, and, you know, the reason why I did my book was, you know, I didn't see myself as an author. My publicist, the amazing BJ Coleman, brought this into my life. He's like, Vivica, it's time for you to do a book. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. I don't do the whole kiss and tell. You know, that's not how it gets down. And look, listen, and there could be some telling me. Might get another <laughs> book later, but we're not going to do that yet We're Not this yes, one. No. He said, listen, Vimica, you are a beautiful woman in your 50s that's having an amazing resurgence in your career. Share those secrets of your success that you understand what it's like to get knocked down and pick yourself back up to go into a new chapter with being a producer, a director. You know, you take good care of yourself. You think about share those secrets. Let people know how you felt when you had a bad breakup or when you were disappointed because you didn't get this role or how something then share those secrets and that's what i try to do and then also let people kind of know i'm a midwest girl from indianapolis indiana for of 38th and emerson that made it i too put the towels on my hair and was throwing them around too like it was long hair and and got a bug from when my auntie Corrine put me on the runway for the first time and i felt that reaction from the audience like this is what I'm supposed to do yes, yeah. yes. yes, <laughs> yes I do my yes.
0: sister from another mother yeah. I'm telling you yeah. yes yeah. I feel it it gives me chills
1: hearing you speak about it because that's something I didn't even yeah know. I mean I, I I you know I've been through it and from like I said from the midwest left home when I was 17 years old in search of a in search of a dream I've been able to live out beyond my wildest expectation system I know my time is almost running out with you, but I got a couple more questions for you. Okay. Let's talk about hustle. How have you hustled to become who you are today? The Jackie Christie that everybody just <laughs> loves and tune in and can't wait to see you do your thing.
0: You know, thank you. I think one thing is I'm very big. I'm a big, big fan of Google. I learned a lot from that. I read mm-hmm. a lot. I love. You can learn so much from there. If you got a question about anything, you can Google it. All you have to do is put it in there. Need to teach you anything? I love to travel, but I think my hustling comes from me. I have insomnia, so I'm up all hours of the day and night. When people sleep, I'm creating. I just I'm a workhorse. I I want to leave a legacy for my kids and my kids' kids, and then on down the line of you know how she was such a you know dedicated and strong person that continued on. A no to me means five yeses. So I almost encourage people to tell me no, because every <laughs> time you, I'm going to do it. If I when I wanted to, you know, when I wanted to be an author, a bunch of the big houses I won't name names said, "If you tell the dirt on the lead, because you're closer to these players, you travel mm. with them, blah blah, we can make you rich overnight." And I good. said, "Absolutely not. I that's don't. know what I, I do. do. All yeah. money ain't good money. And if yes. that's the way, only way you're going to publish my book is by me telling people's business that I don't have nothing to do with, and I love all of these people. We are a yes. family. I'm yes. um, start me my own publishing company. So I did that and published my own books. And the first month sold $70,000 worth of books. That's unheard of from me. Wow. It's me doing it on my own. And that's 10 years ago. So that should tell you where we are today. And I, I sent each of those big companies a letter saying, thank you so much <laughs> for telling me since I couldn't do what you needed me to do, you couldn't help me. Thank you so much because you made me become the publishing house that I am now. And so I published my kids' books as well. Yes. My son has three books and Shani has one and Kari has her own now, but yeah. You're self-published? Oh yes. Oh yes. I'm a self-published author and I've been all over the world with my books. I've talked about them. They're, they're sold everywhere
1: internationally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If people want to find your books, how, how, where do they go? They can go to
0: Barnes and Noble, anywhere books are sold, but they can go to my website. I have a place where I do it directly now so I can sign them. And that Mm -hmm. is myluxurygoods.com. Mm, I love it. Jackie, what does success mean to you? You know, success means being able to get up and do what you want for the day. Never that is. It doesn't mean money to me. Mm -hmm. It means and being able to help other people. For me, success is, wow, all these things that I've been able to do, I can actually breathe love and help into other people. That's success for me. Success is not taking no for, for an answer. And going and doing it my way, anything anybody's ever told me, no, I've made it a yes. So I feel like I'm successful in my own life. Wow. What's next for Jackie Christie? You know what? What's next? I think I'm going to follow in your footsteps. I want to direct. I want to go and get behind the camera some. So I'm doing that. I have future films and, you know, I'm just I want to do everything I can in entertainment. I was born to do it because it's in my blood. I think a lot of people don't know acting is like one of my first loves. So I'm getting heavy wow. back for that. So, yeah, yeah. That's what's next for me is just really I want to take over in, in my own way, of course, in my own lane. Yeah. Now, what about reality? How long do you think you'll stay in that world? You know, that's a good question because basketball wives LA, basketball wives is my baby. And I've been there nine years. This is my tenth year. And it's just something that the fans have grown up with us. Yes. I have people break down in airports and cry and say, Oh my God, you inspire me so much with this. Or when your mom, you know, shared her story about cancer. It's, I have so many. T- things and moments that I've been able to do and share with my fans on reality TV. I'll probably be involved with it always in some form. Mm-hmm. I'm Some shows currently right now. Yeah, the-
1: there you go. Yeah, there I you do. go. Yes. yes. And see, that's the springboard. And that's what you love to hear about the success of reality. It doesn't have to be negative all the time, y'all. You can use it for excellent exposure for yourself, for your businesses and for your brand. It's not, you can make reality your reality to become successful. Oh,
0: that's brilliant! That's right. You know,
1: you know what I'm saying. Which leads us perfectly into today's hustle hack. Today's hustle hack is girl time. Like my girl Jackie Christie just said, y'all don't take take that no. Let somebody give you four or five nos, and you can make one big old yes for you. Do things to fully embrace who you are ways that it can build your self-esteem and your business so that you can live your life to the fullest. Take some me time and be your brilliant self. Be brilliant. Don't be afraid of being brilliant. Being brilliant is a beautiful thing, y'all. We are here to shine and share our talents. Don't you let another day go by without you being you and all that you can be, darlings. I want to thank my girl, the amazing, Fabulous, spiritual, just all that in a bag of chips. Jackie Christie for being on hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Where can folks find you on social media, girlfriend?
0: You know they can find me Instagram at Jackie Christie, Twitter at Jackie Christie, Facebook. I don't understand that, so you can find me on there, but it's the real Jackie Christie. <laughs> Love
1: it. Y'all, she keeps it real. She keeps it real. She's an awesome woman, beautiful wife. And and like I said, an even better mom. I want to thank you so much for joining me today, sister. And to all my fans out there, Go follow your girl at Miss Vivica Fox on Twitter, at Miss V Fox on Instagram. I'm verified with my blue checks and also follow at Stage 29 Podcast too. Don't forget to subscribe, review, download, and listen to Hustlin' with Vivica A. Fox. Available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you want to listen. Until next time, darlings. Bye for now. The Hustling with Vivica A. Fox podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a replacement or substitution for any professional medical, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnosis, or treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. The use of any information provided during the podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professional.